In today's show, we've got news about Animal Kingdom projections of Christmas. Christmas Day show lineup has finally been revealed, so we can all be jealous of those people who got to see it recorded live. We've got news on meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more, all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, for those uh, watching or uh, listening, uh, I hope you're wearing orange like the rest of us. <laughs> yes, it's Orange Day okay. here on the Disney Parks podcast. <laughs> Not something we planned, but... <laughs> I say it came so close to wearing that very shirt. Well, but, uh, well good thing I would have just ran downstairs to change. I probably would have, yeah. too. I would have yeah. ran over and changed as well. Uh, so anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of tonight. If you're not normally doing anything on Monday nights or you just happen to have a Monday night free, come find us over at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We go live and we record the show live. We've got a chat room, uh, tons of people in there. Uh, it's always great to see those folks having a blast, and uh, we want to encourage you to come hang out and and just play with some Disney friends for a little while, which sure. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we also want to let you know that uh, today's show is sponsored by our good friends at Destinations to Travel. If you're planning a family vacation or a romantic getaway, maybe you want to go on a cruise, you want to go on a European vacation. It doesn't matter what type of travel, as long as you contact our friends at Destinations to Travel. They will take great care of you. And even if you're planning your own travel, it's okay. Reach out anyway because they might be able to find ways to save you time, save you frustration, and most importantly, save you money. So to find out uh, how they can work for you, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, complete that form, and someone from Destination to Travel will contact you. And for the next uh, little bit of time here, if you book a trip with Dis uh, Destination to Travel between November and January, so November 2019, in January 2020, uh, for any time travel in 2020, you are in the running to win a four-piece set of Mickey Mouse luggage from American Tourister. So that includes the wheeled upright, the duffel, the backpack, and the cinch sack. Tony's very favorite sack of cinch. Uh, we will have to confirm travel and booking with destinations to travel. Uh, once we do that, you will be the winner. So go check that out. Talk to our friends over at destinations to travel, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel, complete the form and go on an amazing vacation with our friends, destinations to travel. I like that backpack. Yeah. Backpack is nice. All right. Uh, anything we want to talk about before we get into the show? Two. Two. Nope. Got nothing sweet. Nothing well, I guess I guess there's nothing we could do, my friends, except get into <sighs> the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. Oh, my friends, we've got new holiday projections, decor, and more debuting at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom is going to, and I'm quoting here, unwrap 
and introduced the biggest holiday season in the park's two-decade history with festive new entertainment and holiday decor in every land. Uh, Discovery Island will host uh, play host to a life-size animal puppets during the day, and as the sun sets, the Tree of Life will boast a shimmery new look and will periodically awaken with a series of wintry tales accompanied by holiday musical score. Over in Dinoland, USA, all of Donald Duck's friends gathered for Donald's Dino Bash get into the spirit with colorful holiday decorations that have each chosen their own style. The Asia section of the park is celebrating Diwali, the holiday festival of lights from India. Here, guests can see glowing lanterns and more illuminating the main square that leads to the waterfront stage, home to the authentic and colorful cultural performances nice the africa section of the park will welcome guests with a unique holiday presentation that fuses western traditions with the colors and textures of the authentic african celebrations are we so worried that we're going to appropriate their culture that we can't say like yes kwanzaa and stuff like that all right fine yeah. all right whatever yeah. but we can say diwali you right. know Guests can also find out-of-this-world holiday fun at Pandora, the world of Avatar. The expats living and working on the moon of Pandora have rolled up their, rolled out their holiday cheer with a display of whimsical holiday decor pairing vintage pieces from Earth with items handcrafted from Pandora. And don't forget to take a sneak peek at the park's Christmas tree, which will tower over the park entrance. So, do you think Santa makes deliveries to Pandora? No. I mean, that's that's a long haul. <laughs> I think he's pretty earthbound, not uh, spatially. I, I believe he is, too. I don't know. That's just me. What yeah. do I know? Exactly. All right, next up, uh, the Christmas party, uh, the first one started, uh, and they have now released the uh, Sorcerer uh, Kingdom card that everybody uh, goes and gets and then sells on eBay. Uh, and it was sold out, the first Christmas party, by the way, which was kind of crazy. Uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party returns to Magic Kingdom this uh, Friday, November 8th, which was in the past. Uh, but we have a sneak peek at this year's party-exclusive Sorcerer of the Magic Kingdom card that fans can pick up only on party nights at the Firehouse. Uh, in case you're new to the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom interactive game, go listen to our Patreon show and get some more info. That we just did. I guess yep. can team up with Merlin to help defeat the scheming Disney villains who wish to take over the Magic Kingdom Park. Guess uh, locate uh, villains' uh, hideouts throughout the park, visit the magic portals, and where they use their special cards to ward off a villain's attack. Each spell card, uh, spell card stars a different Disney character, each with their own unique powers. The game begins at the Firehouse, a main tree where you get complimentary spell cards and map. Additional cards and merchandise can be found throughout the park. So there you go. So Pluto is on. Uh, it's Pluto with popcorn, kind of with a Christmas tree. You know, Pluto eating the popcorn off the Christmas tree, obviously. As every dog does. As every dog does. That's right. All right, John. Last week we had a trivia question. It was, according to yes. uh, Walt Disney, which yes. scene in a classic Disney princess movie was yes. his favorite piece of animation to work on? I'm going to say... Toy Story 4? The four? octopus scene <laughs> from 
twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Uh, the so very first, the very first uh, princess uh, time we come to see <laughs> Ursula. Am I not right? No. Uh, the correct answer is uh, when Cinderella's dress transforms from rags to a white ball gown. Was the correct oh. answer? That was Walt's favorite. Nice. Uh, nice. And uh, the winners are Connie and Jim B. Uh, and as we like to say, it's in the mail. Mm. Uh, speaking of Ursula, did you see the train wreck? <laughs> the horrifying, horrific rendition of uh, a live version of The Little Mermaid that was on live TV? <laughs> <clears throat> Why, no, Tony, I didn't see that train wreck. I mean, it was great. Everything was awesome. You could hear the music really well. You couldn't hear the people singing because their microphones <laughs> just didn't work. It was for for two people who do sound and AV stuff like Sarah and I do. Mm -hmm. We were losing our minds. We just yeah. flipped it off. We're like, or yeah. we're done. Yeah, I it didn't. Was awful. I, I got maybe about halfway through, and I, I, I turned it off. Yeah, my it was awful. Yeah. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah, if you now, if you have it on your DVR and you haven't seen it, just hit delete and walk away. You, you're not you're not going to be very happy with it. Uh. The uh, Aura Arula Arula Cavalli, yeah, Alula, Alula, whatever the young lady that yeah. does Moana, Moana. Uh, she did a good job. Uh, I thought that it was it was good to see uh, Stamos, but you couldn't hear him. No, the shag the shaggy thing was just ridiculous, terrible. But terrible I costume. Thought, I thought everything except the the movie and the actual live action bits was great. The the dancers and all that stuff was phenomenal. It was great, mm. but just the, the the whole reason they were watching it was just not not well done. Yeah. And it wasn't the people's fault. I'm not blaming any of the the singers or any of those people. It was the sound that made it so bad. Yeah, it's just yeah. not great. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, this week's trivia question. You ready? Everybody, get their pen pencil yeah. out. Let's do it. When did Walt Disney's first television series Disneyland make its premiere on television November 12th 2019 so when did Walt's first television series Disneyland make its right. first premiere uh, if you know the right. correct okay. answer send that to uh, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com it's on the Disney Plus app right yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah I was right should I, be, I should win the. I should win the prize. Yeah. I should win the prize. Yeah. All right. All right. What else you got there, Tony? That's it. Awesome. All right. Oh, we want to. I, I should mention. Nice. Sorry. Uh, uh, we are running another contest. We're giving away two water park tickets. Uh, they don't. Uh, uh, you know, obviously have to be used during the winter. They can be used next year in the summer. Uh, go to uh, Facebook. They're pinned right at the top of our uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can do that. And I just sent out an email this week if you're on our email list. And if you're not, you should be. Should be. That's okay. right. Uh, we want to encourage you guys to go to our Patreon page. If you like the show and want to support it, go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, you're going to find uh, a lot of really great rewards at whatever level you want to choose. Basically, uh, we want to encourage you to support the show monthly. And uh, you could do a dollar, and that's great. But if you come in at the $5 level, 
we have extra magic hour shows too. Count them two extra magic hour shows that we do every week. It's just me and Tony talking about fun stuff. It's all the banter and goofy stuff that most people like with uh, a little bit of a little bit of knowledge and fun stuff, you know, kind of the opposite of our podcast. Info- infotainment. Infotainment. Uh, and then if you want to support the show at the $10 level, we have a brand new show that we just started uh, that we don't really have a name for. It's the Disney Parks Plus. Oh, and I forgot to tease the – I forgot to give them the uh, the tease title. Uh, I'll just do it here. We got uh, – we're trying to get everybody to help us name the Disney Plus show. And we had one entry from our good friend, and and, and she suggested Disney Plus and Chill. Which I kind of like. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Disney Plus and Chill. But Tony, Tony said no. Uh, so, I didn't say um, no. I said we should wait and get other suggestions. We we should, which is Tony's way of saying no. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you, Tony. Uh, so we have that new show, but you have to be at the $10 level for that. So if you come in and support us at $10, I mean, come on, guys. For the price of one and a half Starbucks for an entire month, uh, you get uh, one, two, three extra Disney shows a week. So if you're going to the gym every day and you're looking for something to listen to, we can help you out. So uh, the shows aren't very long. They're under a half hour. Totally a lot of fun. Totally worth listening to. So come visit us at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we also have some festive new performances and returning favorites coming to Disney Festival of Holidays at Disney's California Adventure Park. Cool. Wow. The year of Disney Festival of Holidays this year, uh, there's an all-new character celebration called Mickey's Happy Holidays. Twice daily, a cheerful celebration featuring favorite Disney and Pixar characters entered the park to a mix of high-energy music. Wouldn't that be great if that was the music? Oh, terrific. They just shipped it over from Walt Disney World to Disney's, Disney uh, Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they enter with high energy music as you're invited to dance along with Mickey Mouse and his pals to the magically merry rhythms of, of the holiday toy drummers. Look for them at the Paradise Gardens Park Obelisk and Carthay Circle where everyone can sing and dance along unless you're like me and cannot dance. Uh, the holiday toy drummers uh, also knew this year the Holiday Sunset Concerts at the Palisade Stage featuring the Suffragettes. This exciting festival cover band rocks the holidays on select nights with chart-topping hits from some of your favorite musical artists. On other nights, the explosive energy of Fat Cat Swinger, the West Coast Little Big Band, will showcase their swinging celebration of irresistible holiday music presented with a fresh twist. These great bands join other returning entertainment that honors the many cultural holidays celebrated at Disney Festival of the Holidays. Blue 13 Dance Company presents a spirited tribute to Diwali uh, through traditional Indian folk dances and Bollywood. Mostly kosher. (laughs) What a great name. How did this get by Disney? Mostly kosher. Brings the spirit of Hanukkah in a concert that combines klezmer, jazz, and rock and roll. 
Acapella performances by The Sound celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa, and the Grammy Award-winning Mariachi Divas bring the joy of Navidad to the party. Disney Festival of Holidays includes all that, plus the antics of the holiday toy drummers, the incredibly fun Disney Viva Navidad with the Three Cavaliers and Santa's holiday visit at Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Disney Festival of Holidays starts November 8th and continues through January 6th. That's a good long holiday there. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. We should go – I want to go – I'm going to look them up on, on YouTube as soon as we get done. Right. Mostly kosher. <laughs> it's the kosher band. <laughs> it's the kosher band. All right. Uh, if you used to like the uh, Christmas Day parade on uh, Christmas Day <laughs> – uh, Disney has now changed the entire thing. It's all kooky crazy. Uh, it's like, you know, five days of Christmas now. But here's the lineup of what they got going on uh, for this holiday season. So you may want to get a pen and paper for some of these dates and times because it's, uh, it's not just on Christmas Day anymore. All right, ABC officially kicks off the holidays uh, with the wonderful world of Disney the magical holiday celebration on Thursday, November 28th at 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, ABC is then followed by Disney Channel's holiday party at Walt Disney World, premiering on Friday, December 13th from 8 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the Disney Channel and the Disney Now app as part of the annual tradition, the Disney's Park Magical Christmas Day Parade airs Christmas morning, Wednesday, December 25th, uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Airtimes will vary. Check your local listings on ABC and the ABC app. Then the wonderful world of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration kicks off the holiday season. Uh, we said that. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, you can join the host, Matthew Morrison. I'm, is he a singer or something? Was it? Matthew Morrison? Wasn't he the guy from Glee? Yes. That's where he's from. And TV host uh, Emma Bunton and uh, TV host Jesse Palmer as they present the two-hour primetime special on Thanksgiving night from Cinderella's Castle at Walt Disney World in Florida and Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland Resort in California. Now, I, I just want to insert this one thing. I was in the park the other day, last week, uh, at the Magic Kingdom, and they were literally, for an hour, Taping, filming a window in the confectionery. For an wow. hour, they were standing there with the camera. <laughs> I said, that's going to be riveting television. Riveting. <laughs> yeah, probably for like a 30-second in yeah, and out. Yeah, exactly. You won't even probably know. Oh, oh, that was a window. That's right. Uh, thanks. The magical celebration will feature celebrity music performances among a flurry of Disney holiday entertainment uh, during the primetime special where viewers will be treated to several Disney parks sneak peeks, including <gasps> a behind the scenes look into Star Wars, the rise of resistance. Now, that's going to open on December 5th. This happening on December 25th. I don't know how much of a peak that's going to be since we'll probably all have been on it. Well, all of us locals have been on it. I don't know about that, but go for it. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then uh, at Disneyland, uh, California Adventure, it'll open there. All right. Disney Channel Holiday Party at Walt Disney World airs Friday the 13th 
uh, and on the Disney Now app. The Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade airs Wednesday, December 25th from 10 to 12. We did that. Air times. Check all local listings. Uh, it, same hosts. Jesse Palmer, Matthew Morrison, Button. Bop, bop, bop. And that's it. That's uh, really it. So that's the rundown. Oh, they're going to give us a sneak peek of Avengers Campus over in California, too. Yay. So stay tuned for that. That'd be fun. That's it. That's uh, that's the whole rundown. So there's a couple different dates in there. You're going to want to you know, set your DVRs, check your local listings. Mm -hmm. Things will vary. Mileage will vary. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. yep. Uh, so I have friends of mine that were coming to, into town this weekend, and you know Ooh. why they were coming to town? Why? They wanted to go see the Christmas tree, tra Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs. That was the only thing they were coming to see? Not the only thing, but that okay. was the main thing. And I'm like, all right, you got to lower your expectations, kids. It's just <laughs> not not anyway yeah so uh let's take a closer look at the theme trees in the 2019 christmas tree trail right at disney springs uh it's just the thing to keep, help kick off your holiday season the christmas tree trail will be available to guests from now until january 20th gosh it'll all be hot by then yeah the christmas tree trail consists of 20 three uniquely themed trees and the walkthrough attraction is open to all. I'm glad they stuck with 23. Mm -hmm. I just, I love it when they do little things like that. So here is the list of the 23 Christmas trees. These should sound very familiar to most people. Yeah. Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, Frozen, Princess and the Frog, the Little Mermaid, Mulan, and The Haunted Mansion. Snow White, Pinocchio, Toy Story, Disney Villains, Dumbo, Cinderella, Robin Hood, Star Wars, Peter Pan, <gasps> Tangle, The Lion King, Mary Poppins, Fantasia, and the Walt Disney World theme parks. Mm -hmm. Do you have any favorites out of those, John? Haunted Mansion is always a good one. Yeah. Love the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I like the Fantasia one as well. Mm. I like uh, the uh, Toy Story. Toys are one, obviously. Shocking. Uh, the Star Wars isn't so bad. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And the Mickey and Minnie one, I think, would be uh, cute. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, what's What's your favorite in the chat room? What's your favorite Christmas tree they do at the Christmas tree trail? Yeah. Type that in the chat room. Let's see what your favorite yeah. is. I also like that it snows. It does snow. I mean, yeah, snow. Snope. <laughs> That's good. I don't care what you've been told. Don't you eat that fake snow. <laughs> That's right. That was a Frank Zappa alliteration. Thanks, Harley. <laughs> hey, don't forget, uh, December 7th at 7 p.m., we are having our annual Christmas crawl. Uh, we're going to meet at 7 p.m. at the Outer Rim. So please be there, be square. Otherwise, you will miss the train as we leave. Uh, so yes. come, and, come and join us. We're going to have some Christmas eggnog or cookies or cocktails or whatever whatever we eat and drink along the way. That's kind of how we roll. And we'll don't pay out. any mind attention to that redhead guy over there at that other resort. We don't we don't care about that. The president. It's it's orange, I think. Orange. But, okay. You know. Orange red. Orange. <laughs> it's don't, huge. Don't forget that orange bird over there. That's right. <laughs> keep the uh, comments clean kids yeah 
Hey, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is going to be live stream the 14th. So what's it? Today's uh, the 11th. So it's what, Thursday? Yeah. Ooh. I was going to go to the park Thursday night and I was going to live stream it, but maybe I don't have to. Now you don't have to. You can just put your camera phone right up on the TV. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I may go anyway. So they're going to uh, live stream uh, the Disney Parks blog. You catch oh, it. Oh, uh, Tony, 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 Tony. If you go mm -hmm. during one of the quiet moments, you have to scream, Disney Parks podcast rules. <laughs> you know what? I'll stand by the stage, too. And do it. Yes. Don't do do Baba Booey. Just say Disney Parks Podcast Rules. <laughs> or if you chicken out, say inside the magic <laughs> All right. So this Thursday, uh, Disney Parks blog, they're going to stream uh, starting at 8.55 p.m. You know, they do the five minutes of blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then it goes live at nine o'clock, obviously. So go check that out. Uh, it is one of my favorite shows. Uh, that they do probably all year, literally, since yep. this is what we're down to, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Run out of gas. Yeah, they got no more parades or shows or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this weekend we had our big housewarming party, and we had several people, uh, from a lot of Disney cast members or former Disney cast members. Mm -hmm. uh, we're visiting and they kind of hold up in the kitchen and had a wonderful discussion, uh, which scared the bejesus out of my mom. I'm sure, uh, <laughs> about, uh, Disney made a, a little bit of an announcement to the cast members. And for those cast members who are watching or listening, I really feel bad for you. I yeah. feel so bad for you. Our heartfelt uh, sympathy. You guys, you know, bust your butts. You guys put up with, get nothing. with people and get so much crap in return. Uh, but now cast members can opt out for the Disney Plus package over their main entrance pass starting in 2020. Yes, you heard that right, kids. Currently, cast members are granted a main entrance pass that allows them to take family and friends into the Disney theme parks for free with certain exceptions like blacked out dates. Starting in 2020, cast members will have the option to pick between their main entrance pass benefits for a free Disney Plus bundle that will include ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Notice I didn't say Hulu Live. I just yeah. said Hulu. Hulu, yeah. And Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Right. So you better be a fan mm -hmm. before you – anyway, so – Cast members will still receive free self-admission as this decision will only determine whether or not they can grant their family and friends access for free, but limited. Uh, this is one of those things where I don't want to, I don't want to spend the entire show talking about this, but mm -hmm. this is one of those things where as a, as a fan of Disney, I'm disappointed mm -hmm. as a blogger and podcaster, I'm disappointed. Mm -hmm. And as a shareholder, I'm yeah. disappointed. We need to. We cannot expect these people to work for peanuts and and make them make a decision like this. There, there's no reason for this. This is out, yeah. outrageous. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a very. Uh, I I have a feeling that they're going to reverse their decision on this or change it, but uh, we'll have to see where the uh, chips fall when it happens. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I'm hoping they do. 
and uh, maybe they won't. All right, this is kind of uh, sad-ish news. Uh, uh, Kind of really irks me a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Guest visiting the Enchanted Rose, which is the new lounge at uh, the Grand Florian, without dining reservations can no longer park at the resort. So you can no longer pull up to the security shack and say, hey, I'm heading to the uh, Enchanted Rose uh, for a cocktail. Nope. All done. Happened on Friday, November 8th was the final day that guests visiting Enchanted Rose at the Grand Floridian Spa and Resort uh, would be able to enter without a dining reservation and be allowed to park there. At this time, Enchanted Rose uh, does not offer reservations. So that means you're going to have to make a reservation, uh, get into the gate, and then change it (laughs) so that you can just go have a cocktail. Uh, going forward, a reservation for one of the resort's table service locations, which is uh, Victorian Albert's, Sitchko's, Narcosi's, 1900 Park Fair, or the Grand Floridian Cafe, or the Garden View Tea Room, will all be required to access the resort parking lot. Shame on you, said Disney. Uh, I'm trying really hard to keep my mouth shut because I know that at some level. So it's, all, it's is, off my list. I won't go. Yeah. Yeah, I won't go. And I think that a lot of people will be there. First of all, hang on. So uh, who are they punishing? The the poor servers that are trying to make a wage there? Or are they trying to punish the public? So we went mm-hmm. with the first week it was open. Yep. And, and we waited a ridiculous long time to get yep. our cocktails. Mm-hmm. You went. Yes. We had a meetup mm-hmm. that I couldn't attend and never got your cocktail. Mm-hmm. So first of all, this isn't really punishing me. This is helping me. I'm not wasting an hour and a half to get a beer in a beer glass. You know, I could go to my fridge and I could go pull out the beer drawer, grab a beer, pop the tap. And I can enjoy my beer in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> or I can drive to any of the amazing dining locations uh, around the Walt Disney World area, Four Seasons, <clears throat> mm-hmm. or even Disney Springs until they start making you pay for parking there. Right. And, and have a nice actual dinner, cocktail, the whole nine yards, and I won't have to wait for 45 minutes. Right. Uh, I don't understand this concept. I don't but either. I, I do I do understand this. If you're listening, Disney, which at some level they're going to start, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. I I still bleed Mickey Mouse red, but don't don't nickel and dime us on this. That's just right. go ahead and just say, theme park wide. If you don't have a dining reservation, you can't park here. Or do this. If, if if that's the problem, okay. Say, listen, uh, guess. Uh, if uh, if you're not going to dine at the resort, we do have a $5 parking fee or a $10 parking fee uh, if you're just going to go that. to the lounge. Fine. At least, at least give me the option to stay to park there. To, to park at the TTC, have to get on a tram, then take a monorail or a monorail because I can't take the boat unless I get on, go to the Magic Kingdom and then get on another monorail. So it's just silly. It's silly. Who who is going who's gonna do that? I mean, seriously. And here's what's gonna happen. The other two resorts is where people are gonna park. 
and then take the monorail over there. Until they make, they were already pushing back a lot on that at the Polynesian. Yeah. And they've been pushing it really hard at the the contemporary. The contemporary. Yeah. So here's here's what I think. This this mm. does nothing. Well, it says a lot of things, but this really does punish the locals. Mm-hmm. So fine. If you don't want us there, I'll go somewhere else. Right. Oh, but you're going to miss out on the great. No, no, I'm not going to miss out on anything. Right. I'm going to go and I'm going to have a great time. I'll go over and hang out with my buddy Sarah over at the Polite Pig, mm-hmm. or I'll go out and hang out with my buddy Patrick. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Patrick at the Polite Pig, Sarah over at Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> I'll yeah, go hang reverse. out. I'll go hang out with all my buddies over at Paradiso 37, and not even think twice about it because mm-hmm. you know what? At least there, they treat me like I'm a human being, and they want me to come in and spend my money. Right. Disney doesn't want locals coming in and spending their money. No. They only want you spending your money if you're there on vacation. Yeah. And that is going to bite them in the butt eventually. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's just me. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. So Let's uh, right. kick that dead horse. <laughs> uh, permits have been filed for renovation to Disneyland Snow White. Scary Adventures. Uh, a discovery made by an internet source has uh, un- uncovered a permit filed with the city of Anaheim detailing significant renovations planned for Disney's Snow White Scary Adventures. Uh, the permit highlights the scope of the proposed work as tenant improvement 6,000 tenant, excuse me, tenant improvement 6,212 square feet to remove and replace show prop sets and scenes, install new structural beams, rock work, and a new projector platform with electrical. According to the permit, the work is valuationed at four hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. It's like a drop in the pocket. So, so scary adventures getting a half million dollar facelift. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good on them. Good. Right. Good on. I miss Snow White scary adventures in yeah. Walt Disney World. I do too. Uh, also, over at Disneyland, pass holders can take uh, advantage of after-hour rides on Radiator Springs. So to celebrate the kickoff of the holidays, Disney's California Adventure will be offering after-hour rides uh, to Disneyland's resort annual pass holders on Radiator Springs. I wonder which level ticket. Is this all? doesn't really mention which ticket level. Yeah. Uh, pass, ho- uh, pass holders will have the exclusive access to the Cars Land favorite on November 12th and 13th from 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. after the park closes. Pass holders must be in the California Adventure prior to the park closing and have their annual pass uh, must be valid for that day. So, yeah. So, that I think that's cool. Nice. Get the, get the ride for now. See, so that is, they know it's an e-ticket attraction. They know that pass holders can't get on it because they're locals. So, they're saying, hey, here's a little solution. For an hour, ride it till your heart's content. Right. Just who'd have thought it? Yeah. What a great idea. Can we do that for Mine Train and Soarin' and Test Track? You know? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. There's a new exhibit at the Gallery of Arts and History in the Moroccan Pavilion at Epcot. And many people were going, wait, there's an exhibit, a uh, Gallery of Art at the <laughs> Morocco? Pavilion? Yeah, you know that air-conditioned space you stand in? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Morocco. I, cool I kid, off. I kid. Yeah, with your uh, uh, gyro in your hand. 
Oh, yeah. The Here. Gallery of Art, the Gallery of Arts and History in the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot has reopened with a new exhibit showcasing two modern-day competitions. Race Against the Sun, Ancient Technique to Modern Competition, highlights the Marathon de Sables uh, and the Raye. Ah, oh, crap. Why did you give me this one? Uh, the Rally of the Gazelles. How's that? Along with the history of the Berbers, the ancient inhabitants of the Sahara. Looking for immersive experiences, including a diorama of Marathon of the Sands. Uh, with race gear and trophies, plus a photo op of the Rally of the Gazelles, which is an off-road, all-woman desert rally, which would be kind of cool. The exhibit shows how the Berbers uh, mastered living in the Sahara's formidable environment. Uh, After a visit to the exhibit, stop by Tangerine Cafe to try Selau, Heck with it. A snack <laughs> mentioned in the exhibit, which is commonly eaten during the races uh, to give participants the energy needed to complete the journey. No comment on how it tastes, though. Yeah, right. So, dirt. We'll see. I haven't been to. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Not dirt. Sand. Yeah. I haven't been to like a sand. spice table in a very long time. Me neither. We should do that and then uh, watch uh, Epcot Forever from there. All right. Make yeah. it happen. All right. Let's do it. Make it happen, number one. All right. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus is uh, going to open information kiosks uh, in Disney Springs and downtown Disney. So if you know nothing about this, there'll be somebody there to help you. Gee, I hope the people working this kiosk have access to Disney Plus. <laughs> they gave up their main gate to have the job. Yeah, that's a prerequisite. <laughs> you want to work here? You have to have the Disney Plus streaming service. Yep. So if you're still on the fence about Disney+, Plus, the new streaming service launching on November 12th tomorrow, uh, you will soon be able to learn more about it during your next uh, visit to Walt Disney World or Disneyland. On launch day, uh, new Disney+, Plus pop-up kiosks will be open at Disney Springs near Paddlefish in uh, down... Uh, near Paddlefish and in downtown Disney near Disney Home that will share more information about the new ad-free streaming service. Yeah, I'll see how long that stays, too. Uh, Disney Plus will offer thousands of movies and television shows from uh, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and much, much more. The Library of Entertainment will include both classic and new content. In the U.S., Disney Plus is available for $6.99 per month or $6.99 per year, with subscriptions available on their website at HTTPS preview dot Disney plus dot com. And yeah. for your amusement, you can watch the countdown clock there as well. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure uh, I might have heard it wrong. It's six ninety nine per month, but sixty nine ninety nine per right. year. Right, right. Okay. Yep. That's oh, weird. Uh, okay. There's a new ornament marbling experience comes to the art corner of Disney Springs. Is this where you take Christmas ornaments to throw them against marble? And watch them break. (laughs) Uh, Guests now have the opportunity to make a new holiday souvenir at the Art Corner located in the Marketplace at Disney Springs in the Walt Disney World Resort. The price of the experience is $29 for three ornaments. Hmm. The process only takes 15 minutes and no reservation is required. The ornament marbling experience is available from 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. now 
through January 1st. So if you're local, you can go back several times and you can do a whole Christmas tree. Of marble, there you go. marble balls. Marble balls. <laughs> I'm trying. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Additionally, caricature ornaments are available for $40. Uh, for one subject, and you can add an additional subject for twenty dollars hmm. per subject. For example, if you have a family of three, the ornament cost would be eighty dollars. The uh, this option is also available for pets. Now, I thought when they say caricatures, I was like, oh, they're going to put Lilo and Stitch on there, yeah. or no? I think a character of you, that, uh, me, yeah, yeah, that would. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. Yeah, you don't want a Christmas ball with your picture on it. You want a Disney character on it. Remind me when we get done what I would like to have on my Christmas ball. (laughs) All right. Sounds very intriguing. Uh, Hey, next up, Disneyland adds new sense to It's a Small World holiday. Now, just to add insult to injury, you, you, you put a beautiful overlay on it. You put in some other characters that we don't have. Like mm-hmm. Pixar and mm-hmm. things, and now mm-hmm. you're gonna add sense to it on top of it. Mm-hmm. And what? And, and hours? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Here's the irony. The, mm-hmm. the the irony is is a lot of the places that they're adding sense from are from you know uh, the deprived third world countries. So when you go through, you know, certain areas of Bangladesh, the smell can be overwhelming. That's the smell they're gonna use. So you're gonna be. It's a small world. Oh, <laughs> after all, it's a small Just kidding. So uh, as it prepares to set sail for its 23rd year of Christmasness, uh, It's a Small World holiday at Disneyland Park. We'll be getting some upgrades in the form of three new scents. Uh, the seasonal overlay that highlights holiday traditions from around the world will now feature a cherry blossom fragrance in the Asia area, and then classic cinnamon in South America, and the nice. smell of tropical coconuts in the South Seas. <laughs> Guests already enjoy the fresh pine and peppermint candies in aromas in Europe. All right. I've been to Europe. It does not smell like fresh pine nor peppermints. <laughs> uh, it's a small world holiday. Returns November 8th and typically continues beyond into January 6th. Here are some fun facts, John. It's fun facts with Tony, everybody. There are over 50,000 lights used on just the facade. Plus another 350,000 mini lights in the trees, hedges, and topiaries. That's a lot of lights. That's a light bill I don't want. Uh, there's 150 giant candles adorned the Christmas tree surrounding area in the European scene. Wow. The glimmering snowman in the finale is over 14 feet tall and sits on a 10-foot wide snowflake. It takes 18... Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> That's He's coming 14 soon. freaking feet high. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it takes 18 days to change the interior of the attraction and 35 days to decorate the facade. And that is the reason why they don't do it here in Florida. We Because they, they can't they do, it do it overnight. It. 
But it says it takes 18 days to change the interior of the attraction, 35 days mm-hmm. to decorate the facade. And that's why they don't do it here. Because why they not? they flip from Halloween to Christmas in one night. It they're not gonna wait 35 days to change something here. <laughs> but if they took the time to put the the Halloween the the Nightmare Before Christmas early in Haunted Mansion, it would mm-hmm. go all the way through the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fans of the uh, Play Disney Parks mobile app will have the opportunity to earn limited time digital achievements for Small World Holiday. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got to go on the ride one more time, Dad, because I've got almost got my 1,000 points for hearing right. the song 67 times in a row. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, in a little bit of distressing news, Hong Kong Disneyland could lose a mere 275 million dollars due to the political turmoil happening in the country uh during the end of fiscal year earnings call last week disney gave outlooks of all their theme parks worldwide while most things were positive at their theme parks (laughs) disney noted that they were they have seen significant loss at hong kong disney due to the political turmoil taking place in the city nearby you Mm -hmm. think as far as the numbers are concerned, Disney noted a $55 million loss in the fourth quarter in fiscal 2019 and forecasted a loss of $80 million in the first quarter of fiscal 2020. <laughs> when looking forward to the year ahead, Disney anticipates a loss of $275 million versus fiscal year 2019 Wow! if the current trends continue. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland is in the midst of a transformation of the park that will see new rides and even a new castle debut in the coming years. Mm. Unless everything goes sour, yeah, then you're not going to be seeing a lot of action happen over there. Then they're going to get a picture of what the castle would have been. It's going to stretch it out (laughs) front like you're here. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Speaking of uh, Asian parks, uh, Tokyo Disneyland Resort is implementing... X-ray machines and metal detectors at all park entrances. Finally, spreading the the joy. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland has implemented new security protocols at the park uh, entrances to enhance the safety of guests visiting the park. Uh, Starting today, which I think this happened really last week, uh, uh, guests will find X-ray machines and metal detectors at the entrance to uh, Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, theme parks as uh, in the picture. So there was a picture, which very uh, cute. And it's interesting because they all wear, uh, you know, these little white gloves, you know, because when they handle your things, they want to be respectful of it, which, you know, we get the same treatment here. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the second time that X-ray machines have been implemented at Disney theme parks, starting with Disneyland Paris. Uh, Previously, Tokyo Disneyland Resort used manual bag checks at the park like they do here. Uh, X-ray machines generally speed up the process of screening people and increases increases the security. But it's expensive. Let me, let me, I I got in in a thing. Other Disney parks worldwide, including Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Hong Kong, continue to use the manual bag check. Now, I went, uh, parked at the Poly, and then went through their uh, thing. I had a bag, so they, they checked the bag. And then they was like, yeah, just go through the metal detector. I said, well, you want me to take everything out of my pocket? No, just go ahead. So <laughs> what is the point of the metal detector 
if you're not going to metal detect. They weren't using it. So what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> Plausible deniability. Something bad happens. They can go, hey, we've got metal detectors at every every resort getting on the monorail. We've got metal detectors right out front. There's no way that they, they, they we don't know how he got in the, in the theme park. He must have jumped the fence or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the Walt Disney Archives is celebrating 50 years at the Bowers Museum. The iconic Walt Disney Archives is celebrating their 50th year anniversary. Wow. Uh, the archives are hosting a grand exhibition at the Bowers Museum entitled Inside the Disney Archives, 50 Years of Preserving the Magic. Uh, in order to celebrate this important moment, the Walt Disney Company has collected pieces from the archive to set up a historical exhibit in its honor. The event will take place at the Bowers Museum located in Santa Ana, California, Guests will be invited to take a stroll down memory lane and view over 400 pieces of different artifacts from Disney. Uh, The exhibit will include original artwork, memorable costumes, and familiar props. Special items on display will be the one-of-a-kind sketches from Fantasia and the Haunted Mansion. Uh, Guests will also get an exclusive look at superhero costumes and other threads from characters you know and love. The exhibit will also be hosting a preview event and gala gala fundraiser that will include a special VIP guest list. Members of the Bowers Museum can partake in exclusive member opening night on Friday, March 6th. Inside the Disney Archives, 50 Years of Preserving the Magic, will open to the general public on March 7th and continue through August 30th of 2021. The exhibit isn't the only way that Disney Archives will be celebrating its anniversary. The Walt Disney Archives will be hosting a series of festivities taking place throughout the year of 2020. It's a celebration you definitely do not want to miss. Uh, for tickets and information about that specific event, go to Bowers, B-O-W-E-R-S dot org. Well, all I have to say is good job, Dave Smith. Your work lives on 50 years. Yep. Yeah, you're you're not around, but your work is still here and still people doing it. So, yeah, I, I think it's yeah, I think it's important. You know, it'd be nice, you know, if every company took their history this seriously. I mean, I guess it's one really really good thing that the Disney Company does is, you know, really mind their history and 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 archiving, collect it, and make sure it doesn't wind up in a dumpster somewhere. Right. Right. So. Right. That's good. It's good good to uh good to see. Yep. Yeah. Hey uh, kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right. If you're a Funko Pop Funko collector, the Matterhorn, a Bonneville Snowman is now at Disney Springs for your collecting pleasure. I don't collect them, but I want this one. Okay. <laughs> Disney Springs. Uh, I think it's at the pin trading that place, you know, the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, complimentary annual pass holder buttons are available with the purchase of a sip and saver pass. So if you purchase Ooh. one of that, you can get a baton. Uh, the... Amp suit, A-M-P uh, suit, is decorated with holiday theming over Pandora, the Animal Kingdom. 
I didn't even know they were still using it. Never mind decorating it. Merry Christmas. Amp suit. <laughs> uh, apparently, Bob uh, wanted a, a, a part-time job at night. <laughs> so there's a video of Bob Tappick uh, putting the uh, star on the tree over at Disneyland. <laughs> you know, all yellow vested and suited up and tethered I up. Would... I would love to see the outtakes of this. I oh, want to oh, see yeah. these outtakes. <laughs> so what do I do with this? You put it on top of the tree. What's a tree? You would put this on. Hold there? on, let me let me get my assistant to do that. That's really high up. Can yeah. someone else do this? Can't you just CGI me in? Yeah. <laughs> Don't we own the studio? Yeah. We own I L M. Yeah. How about if I just stand here and you just put it in here? Uh, it was a funny video. It was funny in the sense that Bob was on a lift 60 feet in the air. putting a, Never been on one in his life. Yeah, probably not. It doesn't look right. like he was. Uh, Coach uh, and Disney Parks designer collection ears are being released November 22nd. And I'm sure they are not. They, they didn't mention a price. And if Heidi Klum's was what three hundred dollars, these have got to be in that range. Yeah, you know these. I don't think are gonna. I think they're made of leather. I don't think they're gonna be cheap. Probably not. Yep. Uh, so they made a Sven, uh, Frozen Two sipper cup, and they were gonna release it only at the uh, Christmas party. They reversed their decision, and now you can get it at Disney Springs. There you go. Because I think they needed to get rid of more of them than just at a party, right? That's right. a limited audience. This is a very wide we've, audience. We've got a few million of those. Yeah. We, we need to do something. Yeah, we got a container ship full of them. <laughs> uh, a new parking lot opens uh, as work on the Cove Hotel progresses near the Fantasyland Garden uh, Mini Golf. So if you're heading to Fantasyland Mini Golf now. Fantasia Garden. Fantasia. Sorry. Uh, it's it's a it's a quick left now into that parking lot, uh, and kind of drive uh where the old pavilion used to be, and then circle into uh the lot. So just be warned, don't go all the way where you used to go. You gotta get in there quick. Uh, believe it or not, John, the Disney Television Animation is celebrating thirty five years. Wow! Remember, like the. DuckTales. <laughs> 35 years. So maybe we'll see some of this on Disney Plus. Some of these classic things that we used to watch. And another item that falls into, oh my God, that's got to cost a ton of money. <laughs> the new Disney Holiday Dooney and Burke collection has a Utah style. Yeah. Let it rain money. <laughs> So Let between that and some coach ears, <laughs> <laughs> is that what Sarah's getting for Christmas? Coach ears and a Dooney holiday bag? Uh, maybe the Dooney. Definitely Ooh. not the coach ears. Oh. She's not down with the coach ears. Not down with the coach ears? No, I I asked her. She's like, mm, not really. All right. Well, there you go. Maybe the coach. Maybe the coach thing. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for being part of the show. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., come join us live, 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
over at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can check out our live show. Make sure you find us over on YouTube, Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. You can find us on the Twitter at uh, Disney Podcaster. Uh, but definitely come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. That's where we put all of our shows, our archive, uh, blog posts, links to amazing sponsors like our good friends, uh, Destinations to Travel. Make sure that you fill out that form, uh, face, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash uh, the letter D, the number two, travel. Uh, maybe you can book a great vacation and win some amazing Mickey Mouse luggage from American Tourister. Uh, again, we've got some really cool things happening on the Facebook page. Come check that out. And, uh, hey, if you like what we do here, come find us over on Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. If you're in at the $5 level, you get the two Extra Magic Hour shows. And if you're in at the $10 level, you also get the new D- Disney Plus streaming service, whatever we're going to call that show. And like we always love to say here, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc., are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.